Awesome. You guys got your headphones in, yeah? They're yeah, they do. They're in our ear lobes. I mean, in our ears. In our ears. In our ears. I hope it's not in your ear lobes. That, that would be weird. Stop singing. Why can't I sing? <laughs> because Josh is telling us a thing. Oh, I'm sorry, Josh. Tell us the thing and then I'll sing. <laughs> I was literally going to make a joke about, like, being old punks with like this gauged earlobes that aren't gauged anymore so you just got like your headphones and the little oh. like the droopy earlobes but yeah, it's the moment has gone guys oh not us <laughs> no i i was i was never um cool enough to have gauged ears or smart enough to not have them what yes you were One smart of the two. enough to not have them I don't, okay. I don't know that it's an intellect. 20, it is. Do, does one of our two listeners have gauged ears? Because if you do, I'm so sorry. I am sorry if I deeply have offended you. I <laughs> apologize from the bottom of my heart. Hey, we have more than two listeners now. Our, well, maybe not for this show. <laughs> we, we did miss uh, uh, a month and a half. Almost yeah. two months. Now, so, two I months. Mean, it's been a while. People could have left us because of this. Right. It's been a while <laughs> since I remember this song. I, I was like, I, I can't remember the rest song of the lyrics. Of that song. I don't even know. No, it's I don't even know. One of those bands that are like, they got that that uh, the Creed voice. The <laughs> that sort of. Uh, I remember Creed. Yeah. Uh, I, yes. I like your impersonations of of them. The, uh, yeah, basically high, the, the yeah. late uh, late nineties, early two thousands. Stop it, Haley's okay. talking. Sorry, Haley. <laughs> it's well, it's it's Creed. It's um, like the Matt Good Band did a couple songs like oh, that. Yeah. I don't think that was like their whole. No, I don't think that was their stick. Mm. No. Uh, oh, I don't. I don't remember Canadian any one? songs actually by Matt Good Band that you call it. Are you talking I Crash Test Dummies? Kind of. No, you guys. Um, a couple of Foo Fighters songs, although I do like Foo Fighters. I mean, Foo Fighters. Yeah, uh, he definitely has some of those like. <laughs> type songs, but uh, I, I don't know that I would classify him in no. that same vein. No, 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 no. Foo Fighters are actually, you know, um, good. Yes. I mean, Creed had that one song that I listened to that I didn't hate. Um, <laughs> oh, that one whole song. Hey? That one <laughs> yeah. song. Gee. The one and only. The one that I will always and forever associate with uh, the Titan AE, the, when Fox tried to get into like the animated game. And they did... Oh, Titan A.E. Holy crap, I haven't thought of that one in ages. I know. And I remember <sighs> that movie specifically because the commercial used the Creed song. like that. And, and so that Creed... Like, I'd see the commercial and I'd think the Creed song. I'd hear the Creed song, I'd think the commercial. And then the movie comes out and the stupid song isn't even in the movie. I'm like, oh, the hell did I just sit through, rude. you know, feature-length animated feature. For, I don't even remember what the movie was about. It was, it was basically like Treasure Planet, but not... From what I recall, kind of. Um, Earth was destroyed, and before Earth was destroyed, they made it was basically uh, that Star Trek movie, the Genesis bomb or whatever. But it was they were looking for a spaceship that would 
Genesis, a new planet, and it had all of the like genome sequencing of like all of the animals. It was basically they were looking for an ark that would have seeded a new planet with all of Earth's animals. Uh, That's yeah, I think uh, that uh, it was had, basically a Star Trek plot. Yeah, heads up, our uh, house is by a main road with lots of ambulances and fire trucks. So there's a fire station a few blocks away, so you might be hearing sorry. sorry. I'll do my best to edit around that, but we're just gonna have to set up your. We're gonna have to set up a. Uh, a recording booth area for you guys to do some sound damage. Once, once we've unpacked, we can record in the basement. But for now, the living room is the only clean room in the house. And it has a couch. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> and it has a couch. And it has a couch. Cozy don't have a couch yet, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Uh, yeah. It's been, it's been a while since we sat to record. How's everybody's yeah. lives doing? Things are good. good. Things good. are good. Uh, Loaded question for me. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Enough. How much can you get into without us getting sued by something? Uh, none of it would involve getting sued. It was just terribly dramatic and stressful. And... Oh, yeah. no. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, are we talking personal or professional? Or can you tell uh, us? Oh, more, more personal. Okay, uh, if you want, you don't have to talk about it. This is this is a uh, no yeah, pressure. We're this is a, this to is a keep fun and happy, but happy. Yes, but if you want to vent afterwards, a, feel free. Yeah, we can do a non-podcast combo. Hmm. Cool. Oh. Was this? Uh, well, that just leads to more questions. Why did you have a sketchy person in your life to begin with? Uh, is this this uh, person who cooked for you? The what's his name? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, that's that sucks. sucks. Oh, good. Well, I'm good, I'm sorry that ended on a bummer. You were so excited the last time I talked to you, and now I'm okay. Yep. <laughs> but, but he's gone. So on yay. On the positive note, they're gone and not my problem anymore. Thank God. It was it was like like don't go away mad, just go away. <laughs> yeah. Bye bye. Yeah. So that's so there's that. I do so my that's hair the positive. Check that's the, the positive. Yes, it's a song. It's a song. Because you don't need him anymore. <laughs> so walk your fine self out that door. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> Did you I don't know what song, song that is. <gasps> I you do my hair toss. Check my nails. Tell me how you're feeling. Wait, isn't that Lizzo? It's the Lizzo song. Yeah. How do you okay, then I do know that song. song. What is wrong no, with I you? No, I do know that song. I just, I don't know if if uh, June's like real far away from the microphone, but I'm just oh. hearing like kind of muffled shouting, oh. shout singing. Oh, so now it's reverse. So it's can... normally. Carolyn, that you can't hear, and me that comes through clearly. I'm sorry. No, I'll just Carolyn speak very loud. Stop it. Okay. okay. Stop it. Uh, should we do a show? Yeah, let's oh, do a show. We could do that. June yeah. is full yeah. of shenanigans today. I'm sorry. Oh, no, wait, I'm not sorry for shenanigans. Gosh. Jeez, June, way to be. 
Love me, love my shenanigans. That's how it's gotta be. Hashtag love shenanigans. Uh, oh yeah, she loves swinging the friggin' thing over the stampede grounds, even though she she knows I'm terrified of heights. That's fun. What? Those are fun shenanigans. What? what? Oh, you're talking about what are the you sky ride about? thing? Yes. Ah, uh, like the little swing thing. No. Like swing ride or? It's that like thing at the stampede in like the little in the little carts, uh, that you get to like watch the whole stampede. Oh, yeah. And apparently I was swinging it. I don't remember this. I remember going with oh, it. Oh, but... you were you were giggling to yourself while I was looking petrified and terrified. <laughs> I might have been. June and I used to just go to the stampede not to participate in anything else except eat the food. Ah, yes. That's, That's what I do these yeah. days. June goes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, for for oh, our uh, non-Calgarian listeners, uh, the stampede is a yearly... <laughs> it's a yearly uh, festival celebrating cowboys, I think. Uh, it, Yeehaw, it's... <laughs> It's the it's Christmas for cowboys, which is the religion here. Oh, yeah. is... Apparently, it, yes. I don't live in the religion of cowboys. We in Calgary, we all celebrate the birth of Cowboy Christ. So, <laughs> in a um, very strange yes, way. his name is Roy Rogers, <clears throat> and yeah, yeah. Anywho, good show. Okay, so show. Let's talk about the show. What fun things are we talking about this week? Well, we should do the intro. You guys are oh, right. you guys forgot how the show goes in it's the two so month long. hiatus? <laughs> okay. It's just so you'll have to remind us, Josh. I start by saying hello and welcome to Everything is the Worst, the official Scudsworth.com podcast. I am your host, Josh, and the man behind the website at Scudsworth.com, and with me are just these hyperactive <laughs> these hyperactive full of full of vinegar uh june and carolyn because i'm guessing Hi. you're still riding the high of your new house eh? oh yes yes we hello are. there friends yep yep so what have you been up to in the past two months since we last recorded we moved hello yep. It went really smoothly. We got all of our stuff over here. There is so much space. Our ceilings are freaking huge. We have a really nice house. You have to come see it. We're yeah. having a housewarming party in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And the fun thing about moving is you look through all your old stuff. And so I was like looking through all my old uh, like 3DS and PS Vita games. And I have been playing those actually recently, which has been really fun. Oh, nice. Actually, that's that's uh, hilarious that you, you bring that up because... I recently just bought a shelf and put up all of my old uh, uh, PlayStation 2 games and stuff, and so now it's like a wall of the uh, the old games we're going to be revisiting. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just gonna gonna cool. get that nostalgia. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, what, there's... Uh, <clears throat> I, I don't know, like, I think games... we're... Maybe I missed the boat until recently, but yeah, like, there's something about old games that... It's just like stuff that I never had a chance to play or stuff that brings back memories. There's some really great stuff that kind of got missed out on the first time around. So, I feel like it's not so much even a nostalgia thing because, I mean, like you said, it's, it might not even be stuff that you played before. But it's like there's, there's something about those old games that just kind of like resonate with you differently. Like it just it hits different, you know? I think to some extent, too, it's like a matter of expectations. So, for example, when I'm playing a game that's fairly new, I have 
a certain level of expectations as to, for example, graphics and controls and various convenience amenities. And when you're playing an older game, you just kind of ignore all that stuff, which is, I mean, it's totally unfair, but regardless, like, you know, I'm playing games where, okay, you know, the graphics here and there maybe aren't the best, even compared to like their contemporary games, but it doesn't matter because like, I'm actually playing it for the gameplay, not necessarily for the visuals. And I'm willing to put up with some of the more inconvenient elements because it's it's about the experience, right? Like that's part of the experience, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. I, I I feel like it's... Well, we just started playing because uh, Camilla really likes Kirby games. And oh, yes, we yeah. have a bunch of access to old Kirby games now. Um, and I, I really get that too. Cause it's like, uh, Camilla is in, by no means she's like a hardcore gamer. Like right. she'll pick up things that she, that like a hundred percent likes and that'll be the games that she plays. But like, if there's uh, a bit that she can't get around, it's like, she's frustrated and it has to get set down until she's ready to come back to it or she asks me to clear you know whatever part she was stuck welcome on welcome to my life yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but uh like there is that there is a there's a distinct level of detachment from like the challenge where it's like playing an old kirby game is different than playing <clears throat> like a dark souls you know yeah it's like you're 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 playing it you get stuck on a level and it's like you're annoyed and you're frustrated sure but you're not like as steaming pissed off as you would be getting stuck in this one place because i mean we talked about that before it's you know video games are the one art form where the game itself can just be like you're not allowed to enjoy any more of the story yeah um but yeah old games just don't feel that way i mean there's definitely a cutoff period it's like playstation 3 uh forward do not get that level of uh um i guess uh i i don't grant it the same amount of leniency right as i would a playstation 1 yeah granted type thing yeah. yeah, but it's interesting, like, just the psychology of it, like, the fact that I'm willing to put up with things from games from a certain era that I wouldn't put up with if it was a game that I was, like, that just came out today. Um, hmm. I mean, yeah, but I, I, that might also be the whole, I, I spent 80 real Earth dollars on this game. <laughs> I am yeah. allowed to enjoy this now. True, <laughs> yeah, and I think, I think yeah. yeah, that's part of it, too, is, like, when it's, like, a brand new game, you kind of want to get lost in it. Whereas if, if you're playing an older game, you're playing it specifically to experience it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Carolyn, what have you been doing while your, uh, your wife ignores you for uh, a Vita game? I like to read books and read <laughs> the internet. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
I am... And also pack and unpack boxes. Yeah, it's the most fun thing you'll ever do. Also, I got Instagram and I added this thing called BuzzFeed Tasty and I'm watching all these yummy recipes. Oh, and there's a gluten-free <laughs> Tell us about one. your picture day. There's a gluten-free one. What's it called? Hashtag gluten-free tell recipes. Tell your picture oh, day. June is prompting me to tell you about my picture a day. So I did this thing in December where I did a picture a day and I put it on Facebook and it was like this thing where there's a thing and it says all the words and you have to find a picture, not find a picture, take a picture for a word. And then I really like doing it so I decided to do it in January too. So I did that and it's been super fun. Tell about some of the pictures yeah. you've taken. Uh, I took lots of pictures. Okay. Which one? I don't know. Which one? Oh, I took lots of cool ones. You'll have to look it up. What's your Instagram? I guess yeah. you no. now have an Instagram to plug at the end. <laughs> I do have an Instagram. I'm in the modern age. Yeah. I'm in 2020, yo. Welcome to the 20th century. <laughs> Yay. Thank you, friends. <laughs> um, and also on the call uh, is a Haley. Oh, I have a dog problem. Who, who, oh, you have a dog problem? My dog problem is I don't own okay. enough dogs. Okay, give me two, give me two seconds. I'm gonna call the barker in. Sure. Bye, okay. Haley. We will miss you. Okay. So we what should, are we gonna we talk about now? Introduce Josh. Hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. Tell us about Welcome yourself. Welcome to the podcast. Who, Tell who us about are your you? Life. And what do you do? Yes. We're gonna I, talk I've all been waiting. I've been waiting for two seasons of this show for somebody to finally ask me that. Oh, we apologize. <laughs> no, it's all right. Uh, no, I'm uh, trying to uh, trying to get kind of like a, a better clip on uh, producing the new comics and stuff. So I'm just kind of like I, I, I'm trying to catch up on the backlog of like the gamer stuff because I know that I'm going to surpass my current uh backlog like my current uh, buffer of posts so i'm trying to catch up on that and uh i'm st i'm still sitting on act two of hella which Ooh. is still hey haven't we been talking about this for a long time the act two of hella yeah, i mean i have i have 10 pages of hella like ready to go but then i kind of stalled out because i didn't know where the story was going to go next so and then i got distracted you know how it is yeah but i'm catching up that's that's my my goal for this year yay more hello um, yay we're so proud of yeah. you yeah yeah send me the pages mm -hmm. i don't even how much have you done that's actually like complete and in order uh 50 pages uh, that are available to read online. Awesome. Uh, and that's the entirety of Act 1. Ooh, um, in the web. And, yeah, on, online on scudsworth.com if somebody's cool. interested in comment checking. Uh, but, yeah, cool. I've got uh, uh, the first 10 pages of Act 2 where I'm introducing uh, two new characters and just kind of, awesome. like, working on that. But that's enough about me. Haley's back. Haley, Haley. how's your... Uh... Hi, Haley. I mean, hey, Haley. Hey, Haley. Hello. Hey, Haley. <laughs> hey. Haley. Uh... You're not sick of that joke, are you? Hi, so funny. <laughs> not oh, at all. So, it's been two months, Haley. Tell us what uh, what you've been up to. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, My life has done a 360. Um, I'm going to be looking at coming back and working in Nanaimo. Some life stuff no. happened. 
And I mean, it's kind of good. Um, I, I did meet someone new that doesn't seem to have any red flags. So that's oh, kind of cool. Very good. That's good. Um, uh, that's Yay, a plus. Um, yeah, they are. I mean, red flags. What would you like a whole bouquet of them, please? <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna ignore one, you might as well ignore right? them all. Yeah. Um. Gosh, I've been playing. So I've been off for the last three weeks. Oh. Um, I've been playing a lot of mm. Overwatch. Uh, I've been. Wa I watched the first season of Mandalorian. Ah, uh, Yoda. <laughs> Ah, uh, me likey. Um, <laughs> yeah. I watched The Witcher. So good. How was that? I, I, I liked okay. it. You know, there's been a lot of there, there's been a lot of flack for it online, but I I thoroughly enjoyed My it. My only complaint is that there that Geralt doesn't have sex on the back of a unicorn, and that was all I was watching it for. That sounds really. Oh, weird. I'm already tuned yeah. out. That's no, so couldn't care less. Okay. Awkward. Yeah. Why are we talking about unicorn sex right now? Because it was oh, a scene good. in The Witcher uh, 3. It's very strange, you guys. I don't even know what to say. It makes it magical. Come on. Um, yeah, so I, I, I basically po powered through that. Um, gosh, what else did I do? God, it snowed here really badly. If you had to oh, yeah. all the jokes and whatever, because it snowed in Vancouver. Uh, I was off work, so I was cool with it. Um let's see what else have i done i've started setting up the final parts of my bedroom being built on my cabin um gosh that i just hung out with the kid and How's the kid doing? my ex-husband who's now staying with me right now while what? i'm figuring out what i'm doing with my life Haley, you know how you were joking about red flags a minute ago yeah well this is because i work in vancouver and i have to commute to work so someone's oh. got to be here with the kid so, oh, uh, dear. so they basically dropped their whole life and came out and took care of that. That's that's wow. actually really decent of them. I, 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 my ex-husband's like my best friend. He always does that. I'm like, hey, my life fell apart and I need you to come watch the kid. He's like, okay, mm. I'll arrive out in a couple days. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, gosh, that that's about that's about the summary of it. Oh wow. Huh. Netflix binging going on another I'm starting the Gilmore Girls binge again because Ooh, the show ever. I have so many of their DVDs we should watch it it's on Netflix oh it's okay. on Netflix the whole series and the and the whatever the reboot thingy I the, the seasons one. one but I didn't like it it was <gasps> weird Okay, I'm gonna have to step in before a, a, a fight happens. So let's. Uh... Haley's gonna unfriend. Oh no! Okay. That's it. No, 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 no. We're we're friends. We're all having fun here. Come on! It's the first episode back from our hiatus. Come on. Um, all right, let's uh, jump into it. So, as you have no doubt uh, guessed by now, uh, this is a podcast on the internet. Uh, where we talk about... It's on the internet? What? Wait, wait. What? I didn't agree to that. You've made this joke you like... on the internet. You've made this joke every single time since I introduced no. this. Yeah, but we've, we never... We've been in a hiatus. We it, never reuse it's, jokes. It's what are you now. talking about? Okay. We would never reuse a joke. We're better than that. So... Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. This uh, is a podcast Clearly. where we talk about uh, news articles that may have escaped your notice. 
uh, from the internet, or maybe you just don't keep up on the news or whatever, but we uh, spend some time finding interesting or bizarre news articles, and we share them with you, our gracious two listeners, according to Carolyn and June. <laughs> um, I think we should start with... I mean, I realize that uh, we've covered the entire gamut here of... Uh, what we usually talk about. So I see a bird news article. I see an old <laughs> TV show article with uh, some trans news. I see a bird article and I see a uh, LGBT article. And we're going to start with the LGBT Yay. article because Carolyn uh, really stepped out of the shadow of being our former intern <laughs> and is now finding articles. Never, never an intern. <laughs> but she's bringing articles Josh now. Says that, but I'm not. She, I was, I was not an intern. Anyways, <laughs> here I am, and I found an article. You, it's very. Exciting. You wanna give us the rundown of your article, please? Yes, it is called Janelle Monae has come up as gender non-binary. She's a super awesome singer and actress, and she has recently said she's non-binary. She always said she was a queer person, but nothing much other than that. And what else? She has recently said she's non-binary, which is kind of unique because most famous people never do that. Mm. So I thought it was cool, and she has really good music, so I was very excited. Yeah. You should listen to her music if you don't already. I, I remember I was introduced to Janelle Monae by June during one of these episodes because you showed me the uh, music video where they were dressed as vaginas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was an interesting one. That yeah. song is called and- Pink. <laughs> and and there's also trans representation uh, where they have red little baseball bats. Um, yes. <laughs> yes, that's an interesting music video indeed. Yes, it is. She has many more songs. It's not her only. She song. she was uh, a protege of Prince. Uh, oh, uh, sorry, a protege of Prince. You know Prince, Prince, the guy? Oh, the singer. Prince. Yeah. Oh. Prince. Oh. Hello. Sorry. Like Purple Rain. Okay, yeah. sorry. You, were... you thought it was like Prince Charlie or <laughs> Well, kind of, because the, the audio, uh, our Skype audio clipped out, so I thought I missed a word. Oh. <laughs> so, not, no. Prince, not Prince Harry, not You Prince mean the Logan. artist well, formerly like maybe. known I don't. I can't roll that out, but <laughs> she was definitely close friends with um, Purple Rain Prince. Okay. Yes. Prince Prince. Raspberry Beret Prince. Raspberry Beret. June, it's not singing. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, See, it says right here that uh, they, yes, she was impacted by Prince. Yeah. And they they collaborated with some mm-hmm. music together. Yep. They they were collaborators. Collabs. So he, yeah, maybe protege helped, isn't the right word. He I don't helped know. her create a couple of her CDs and songs. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's exciting. So I thought it was kind of cool. Uh, article here uh, from BuzzFeed. Uh, you you covered most of the things here. I just wanted to touch on a couple of these these lines. Um, it says here, uh, as for her sexuality, she revealed, I read about pansexuality and I was like, oh, these are things that I identify with too. Uh, and then uh, her 
like noting that she's non-binary uh, was during a hashtag on Twitter. Uh, throughout mm-hmm. the day, the hashtag I am non-binary trended on Twitter with many users sharing photos, personal stories, and helpful tools to educate others. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is a pretty straightforward tweet, it looks like. Uh, just the hashtag I am non-binary uh, posted uh, in response to uh, it's a gif from uh, Steven Universe uh, Stevani uh the whole are you a boy or a girl i'm an experience which i do i do mm-hmm. really like mm-hmm. that uh, as a statement mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's pretty mm-hmm. cool uh it says here uh she is yet to share more including her pronouns but fans have showered her with nothing but love and support since her announcement saying that Aww. she's a true inspiration very that's nice. awesome that's very nice mm, very nice very nice indeed and mm-hmm. closes the article with a uh, quote, uh, we stand a free ass motherfucker who's open to learning more about who I am. So, um, she actually likes to say that a lot. I, I'm, I'm down with that. That's cool. I, I like that. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, there, I, there's not a ton of non-binary actors. You're, you're definitely right. I like the only one that jumps to mind is, um, the flash, uh, what's his name? Or what's their oh, name? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, oh, there's um, there's that singer Sam Smith who's non-binary. Oh, that's right. Oh, uh, Urza, yes. Urza Miller, Ezra Miller, Ezra yeah. Miller. Oh, yeah. cool. Mm. Uh, so I mean, I'm happy that it's like definitely becoming more visible. It's it's. Yeah. It, it's something. I think so. That's pretty cool. It's something that like a lot of people don't understand and there's a lot of resistance and pushback to it and so increased visibility is is kind of how you at least make people comfortable with the idea that it's a thing even if they don't understand it even if they don't know what it is they hear about it they hear people who identify as it and furthermore it makes people who themselves are non-binary and haven't quite figured that out yet and it gives them space to, to try to come to that understanding. And it, like, gives people a word to discuss yeah. and identify with if they want. Yeah, a, a yeah. way to define yourself is always going to be, you know, more important. And, like, whenever there's these things that it's, like, you don't really see it as it's happening. It's Everything's kind of done in retrospect, Um yeah, but exactly. I do kind of like any time that I I realize it's like, you know, the people I know and and who I talk to and what I try to you know keep myself informed on, like it doesn't seem surprising to me. Uh, but it it does come down to like I'm al- I always think of the uh, remember the uh, like first X Men movie where they're talking about uh, uh, evolution as it pertains to like the mutants. And in Patrick Stewart's uh, uh, voiceover, uh, he's talking about how uh, evolution takes millions of years to do, but every so often it jumps forward. That's kind of where I feel like we are when it's like, you know, I'm, I've been aware of non-binary for a long time, but then when there's like this huge star that jumps out, I'm just like, yeah, okay, yeah, this is, this is kind of that leap forward. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Well, it's like... 
Yeah, non-binary is, again, something that you're always kind of aware of. A uh, classic example would be the very old and deeply problematic SNL sketch, It's Pat, where the entire joke is that you have a non-binary character and people are trying to figure out their gender. And what's interesting about the sketch is that it, like, it's it's oblivious as to, like, just how on the nail it gets it. Like, Pat themselves is a completely benign and friendly character. Uh, never necessarily, like, the butt of jokes, but definitely, like, the subject. It, the joke is more about how, like, everybody else is just super confused about, like... You know, is Pat a boy or a girl and, you know, can't wrap their heads around this. And it's, again, it's not like I wouldn't recommend watching this, but, you know, for those of us who are familiar with it as like an artifact of, you know, how, how queer people are viewed. It's a time capsule. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. like, you know, the way that a non-binary person was viewed in that era was just as like an anomaly and a puzzle to be figured out. And now we're at the point where we can just be like, like, it's just a thing, deal with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, speaking of some gender identity stuff, June, do you want to? Yes. Wanna... Caroline, can I borrow your phone for a second? Yes, ma'am. Awesome. Okay. So this is actually pretty exciting to me. Um, so, uh, first and foremost, what actually I find most exciting is that uh, the actress, uh, Josie Tota, um, will be headlining her own series. That, that to me, is like the big news here. The fact that it's a remake of Saved by the Bell is kind of like, okay. <laughs> but I remember her from uh, the Mindy Cowling um, show Champions, in which, like, she oh. she plays a very effeminate boy. She was a boy back in that yeah. show. Mm-hmm. That was and before she came out. Yes, yeah. I remember um, this now. And it it was one of those things like you never want to assume, you never want to, you know, label or impose or whatever, but kind kind of got the sense, you know. You you get that sense. Um and so when she came out, it was I was really happy for her. I was glad to hear it. And I really sincerely hope that she would, you know, continue to find work and, and substantial roles. So this, this is really awesome. Um, the show itself is um, like, a, like a sequel Save of sorts. Save the show is. Yeah, so Saved by the Bell. <laughs> um, for those of you... Nostalgia. Yeah. It was one of those TV shows that was on consistently after school. It ran in syndication a lot. Um, and it basically, it was an off-brand Ferris Bueller is, is the best way to describe it. I think that was literally the elevator pitch for the show. Uh, instead of a character named Ferris Bueller, it starred a character named Zach Morris, uh, who was the, um, you know, the very slick, fast-talking charmer who thought he could get away with everything, um, had sort of a friendly antagonist relationship with the principal, uh, there was a jock, there was a nerd, there was the smart girl, there Screech was cheerleader, and there was... and I can't remember the other one. Uh, Jesse Spangler, um, uh, what are the other... The, the cheerleader was the one that Screech had the crush on, uh, and... It was never not awkward. Um, <laughs> what? Like, it's awkward one of those things that, like, in, in retrospect... is school teenage television show? 
that was made on well, a budget in, retrospect, in the 90s? You don't... Okay, it's one of those things that kind of informs your view of the world, and you don't realize how, like, creepy and stalkerish this guy actually was. Like, how deeply, deeply inappropriate his behavior was. Just like uh, Stephen Urkel and his, her, like, constant harassment of Laura was... You know, at the time, charming and funny and cute, and now it's like, oh, oh, that is not okay. Yeah, um, it's kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, and then there was uh, Zach Morris's love interest, Kelly. Um, and it was, I mean, like, think of every high school sitcom trope you can think of, and there was probably an episode or six with that trope. Um <laughs> The yeah. the one that gets the most um, most well remembered is the one where Jesse Spangler uh, got addicted to pills, and there's this scene where like they're they're trying to be like heartfelt and emotional, but she does this like singing like I'm so excited I just can't stop it and she's like singing that song and dancing, and it's trying to be like emotional impactful and somber, but it is hilarious and anyways <laughs> it's it's that kind of show where it like. It was it was fine. It was like silly, and when it tried to be deep, it just managed to make some of its funniest moments. I don't know. Um, yeah. So, anyways, now uh, fast forward, and Miss um, Tota will be playing the lead in the reboot. Um, basically, the premise is that Zach Morris has now somehow become the governor of California, which is fine. And is having we to have shut the Terminator down. as Pardon? the governor. It's fine. That tracks. Yeah, yeah, no, and I, I, I actually, I think that, like, I hope he's a character in the show. To be perfectly honest, anyways, uh, he has to shut down some underperforming schools, and so the students are transferred to Bayside High, which is the high school from the show. Uh, and um, Josie will be playing the lead character, who is uh, the most popular girl in school. She's a cheerleader. She um, is. Uh, what does it it's say the mold. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, sorry. Um, okay, a, the article describes her as a beautiful, sharp-chunged cheerleader and the most popular girl at Bayside High who is both admired and feared by her fellow students. Uh, Josie herself has said, I plan to play roles I haven't had the opportunity to play, and I can only imagine how much more fun it's going to be to play someone who shares my identity rather than having to contort myself to play a boy. Um, I'm going to gun for those roles, be a transgender female or cisgender female, because it's a clean slate and a new world. So I think what's really fascinating is they've kind of left open the possibility, like, will this be a trans character or will this be a cis character? I would love it if they were playing a cis character. I suspect, I mean, it's... The thing about the show, I'm a little bit apprehensive... It's one of those things that could either be like uh, one day at a time where it's amazing and incredibly well handled, or it could be terrible. Uh, mm -hmm. It will almost certainly be kind of ignored and underappreciated, and maybe I, I I'll be very surprised if it lasts past the first season. And knowing nothing about the show's quality, just like... And the cool yeah. thing about it is that this actress is really young, too. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. how old is... Like, 15, maybe? I, I don't know how old she is. But um, she's super, she was in Champions, and Champions super, was a few years ago. Super young, so it's yeah. kind of cool that she's in these like have this opportunity when she's this young. Yeah, so uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Um, if it's a like, there's two possibilities. One is that people 
we're just looking for a show to reboot and pick Saved by the Bell. Two is that somebody had like a really great idea for a show, but needed an angle to pitch it to the studios and just decided to use the Saved by the Bell license uh, to basically carry their vision into reality. So we'll see which way it goes with that. Um, either way, like I'm really curious to see how this plays out. And I'm really happy that she is finding uh, mainline roles. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, when is this... Uh, where is this? When and where is this? Uh, NBC streaming service. Oh, so the one which that I, I believe. Don't uh, is that the one where they said that it's going to be like they're going to have free versions where they run ads? I mean, that's fine to me. I I would I wish that those were options for like every streaming, right? It's just like, okay, just treat totally, it like syndicated. Yeah. It's fine. There's two yeah. commercial breaks, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, it would. Like, there's a few streaming services that I would pay to not have ads, but like, I don't. It's not sensible for me to be paying for every single streaming service out there. Like, it's getting kind of ridiculous. I'm already paying for four, and I'm seriously considering dropping one or two because that's a yeah. lot. Uh, I'm I'm yeah. paying for three. Uh, three. We well, we recently had to drop yeah. Crunchyroll, but we have a friend yeah. who's letting us use their uh, Funimation, which is fine. Yeah, I mean Crunchyroll. I haven't, I haven't watched as much recently. I, mainly because I don't necessarily know what's good on it. But uh, I mean, there's. I, I'm hearing good things about Doctor Stone. Uh, I checked out like the first yeah. two episodes of Demon Slayer, which is really good. But that's all I can mm. really say at this time. Yeah, like I mean, I'm, I'm certainly like I have an awareness of what's on it, and there's stuff I could recommend. But it's like. Eh, I don't know. It's like who? I've got I've got so much going on in my life. Like I don't have time. Jeez, speaking to the choir. I, uh, <laughs> there's not enough hours in the day, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right, Haley's article. What was Haley's article? <laughs> oh yes, let's let's move on to, from uh, uplifting, upbeat, really good stuff to Haley's article, which is about <laughs> bird shit. Yes. Uh, so, uh, I believe this is in Minnesota, Rochester, uh, Rochester, Minnesota, basically where, oh gosh, what the Mayo Clinic, I think is there. Um, they have this problem with birds every year. Um, I don't know if it's the same birds or different birds. I don't know. It's bird migration. Uh, you figure like, it out. It um, looks like it's, uh, it looks like it's crows. Cause that's like their thing. Crows. <laughs> yeah. Yep. A murder of crows. Maybe they were. Maybe they were not called a murder because, because it sounded like a cool name so much as they were just pooped. They were just poopers. No, it, and it, it felt like, like I. I actually like literally. It's because when somebody would commit a murder, they would leave the body in the middle of the wilderness, and you could tell that there was a body there because of the collection of crows. Really? Yes. So the murder of crows was in fact like the term for a flock of crows. And then when you would see a flock of crows gathered out in the middle of the wilderness, you knew that a person had been killed. So the word murder actually (sighs) came from the word for a flock of crows. That's so weird. Yeah. Do you know that crows can talk? Weird, random. You can teach crows to talk. They're just just stubborn like cats. Crows are super smart. They're one of the smartest animals. Yeah. And I love when they, like, you hear stories that they coordinate with wolves. 
Like they will. I can see it. They will fly over like various prey species, uh, and then the wolves will follow them, and then they will all eat together. That's weird. Yep. That's weird. That is um, <laughs> so basically, they make their way into like the actual city at night to kind of like roost for the night. Oh yeah, and like uh, and chill and get warm. I mean, they made it. They're like, maybe it's a way for them to reconnect with individuals they haven't seen for a long time, or look for potential mates. I, I don't know. Is is it like an orgy? I don't. I it 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 frightens me. Um, so they basically that. <laughs> um, oh shoot! I gotta plug. Wait, I thought, oh, I didn't plug in my laptop. Anyways, they have, like, this coordinated team that goes out at night uh, <clears throat> that uh, has various methods, basically, to disperse said crows, because it's just, I think it's an aesthetics thing for the city. They have a bunch of people in the city going to the Mayo Clinic, and it's quite disturbing to see large amounts of bird poop <laughs> everywhere. Um, not limited to laser pointers. Blank, uh, blank firing, um, and they have they actually have a team that goes out and does this every night, and I think it's hilarious. And someone did make the comment to the effect of, um, "I'm not sure why they keep doing this. That they think maybe the crows will learn or remember <laughs> or not do it because I don't think it's like a constant year-round thing. I think the birds migrate to there, which seems a little strange. Minnesota does seem like the coldest place on the." fucking planet to migrate to maybe it's a summer stop yeah um i do um, know that like crows have been known to avoid flying over farms where uh, other crows have been shot at so it's not it's not irrational to think that they can teach the crows at the same time if they're not actually doing a lot of like harm to the crows it's also not irrational to assume that the crows just don't care yeah it's just a, it's just an annoyance for the, the crows yeah. are just like uh whatever whatever yeah, I can see that. <laughs> um, this, yeah, so they have like hot spots at night. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the cur crows getting together, you know, throw, doing some clubbing. Yep. <laughs> Setting up a little orgy. <laughs> you know, crows like, don't have hey, the I'm same bored. sexual hangups as humans do. I, I would imagine they do not. No, they actually because they they have this thought that a lot of birds mate for light, right? Mm. And well, they they will take a mate for life. Um, they did this. I can't remember. It was a little finch or something. And they uh, they actually analyzed like all the stuff in the bird, and to realize that yeah, oh, it has one mate, but it does everybody. Like... It's, birds don't have <laughs> sexual hangups. They just drop drop a tab of acid and just see where the night takes them. <laughs> exactly. Maybe that's why all these birders are hanging out. But yeah, they found the spunk of many birds. So while they have one chosen mate, um, they're not monog. They don't. They're they're very monog. I can't even say they're monogam-ish. They're not even. They're just like open well, season. They're like it's time to get pregnant. Now all I can think about is just a seagull swooping and being like, "Hey, do you party?" It's like that's the next Pixar today? movie. Oh God, no, no! I do not want to see that DreamWorks because you know it's not going to be Pixar. It's going to be DreamWorks. Just being... You're right. Yeah, that's totally something DreamWorks would do. Blue Jay the fuck machine. <laughs> <laughs> that pecker's not pecking it with the wood. Um, oh, sorry. God. 
<laughs> Night at the Roxbury, but with crows. Uh, I just thought that would be the most. That would be the most hilarious little story to write, like a bird's um, life. No, because that just brings a whole new meaning to Woody the Woodpecker. Um, oh. uh, let's uh, continue on here. So, uh, according to the article, this one uh, you brought to us from NPR. So uh, that's a good trustworthy yep. source. Uh, let's see. Uh, left to themselves, the crows will eventually make their way downtown, where, intentionally or not, very interesting writing NPR, <laughs> um, they will, they will rain down poop, creating a slimy mess for redis, uh, residents as well as staff and patients at the sprawling Mayo Clinic campus. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, they've created a... I hate I hate that they gave themselves a name. They they're called the Crow Patrol, um, <laughs> ready sorry, to sorry, chase yeah. off the crows. Which leads me to a very different thing. Crows, uh, Carolyn's totally right. They are some of the smartest birds. Uh, some of the even the smartest uh, corvids, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And we also. Yeah. We also know that crows hold grudges. So if it's just like one group of people coming on with starter pisters and laser pointers trying to chase them off, those crows are looking at them and being like, we'll be back for you, asshole. (laughs) Yep. Oh, yes. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, not a great job to have, I don't think. No. (laughs) No, I can't imagine, but... It's a government job, so I'm sure it pays well. <laughs> uh, so in mid-November, they arrive uh, each year, and this year they appear to be gathering in the Oakwood Cemetery, which is super not creepy. Um, <laughs> they're waiting for the murders. They're waiting for the murders. Um, it's funny. Because it just reminds me of uh, a couple episodes ago, uh, we had that those vultures that had taken over somebody's lake house or something, and like their yeah. puke was is a uh, like biohazard, and so they do that to like deter uh, predators from coming up. Um, those same uh, those same vultures apparently took over a ice control tower in the desert. So uh, <laughs> now there's these vultures puking all over this ice headquarters, which is great direct action. Yeah. I'm all about it. Um, but uh, I think we are going to need to have a discussion about uh, birds and how they're going to take over the world. June, would you like... That was exactly what I was going to go with. I think June, they are. do you want to spearhead this conspiracy for us? We know about <laughs> the the food-stealing penguins. We know about uh, the crows that apparently shit apart entire blocks of, of Wisconsin. What was it? Not Wisconsin. Uh, Manchester? Or Minnesota? Um, no, uh, Minnesota. Yeah, so, and yeah. we know about these... Um, uh, vultures that are now targeting uh, police groups as well as uh, uh, the summer home on a golf course for the wealthy. June, do you have an explanation or even a theory as to what's happening? Well, 
Okay, so you're forgetting the most important, which is the geese. The geese. The geese. We were attacked by geese <laughs> yes. one day in the park. So it's 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 the Canada geese specifically. They're like the ringleaders, and that's why they migrate as much as they do. And if you've ever seen like geese migrating in like weird season, a lot of people assume that the geese migrate based on the seasons, but no, they're they're planning, they're coordinating. What they're, <laughs> they're doing, doing is they're visiting each of the different groups. Yes, <laughs> and so out the entire world. Yeah, they their plan. I can't necessarily say what their plan is, but what I can say with confidence <laughs> is that every single one of these is a piece of the puzzle. <laughs> so clearly, clearly they have a specific agenda with this this Mayo Clinic that you're talking about, um, and this Crow Patrol are like the valiant front line, trying to protect humanity, um, because like. You, mark my words, like, you know, uh, one day I, um, you know, and not, not too far away either, like, uh, we're, we're going to suddenly see on the news that, like, you know, bam, the, 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 the birds are in charge and it, it'll, it'll happen, it'll happen so quick, we won't even, you know, uh, they, they, they're trying to infiltrate the government, that's what they're doing, they're trying to infiltrate the government. They're, they, they're, go, they go on the White House lawn all of the time. It it would explain a lot of the politics that we're not allowed to talk about right now. That actually, that that gives me. Yeah, I feel like we're going it's, to it's definitely, come across an article being not, like the birds have learned how to use guns or something, and that'll be it. Yeah, they they programmed. <laughs> it's uh it's like a Manchurian candidate situation where like they actually programmed a presidential candidate. And and now the world makes sense to me again. Okay, no, I I get it. it it's the birds. Yeah, that's Clearly. definitely the plan. Oh, there there there, there are sense. many conspiracy search or theories that come up as soon as you search. Are the birds taking over? This is so. They're weird. probably coordinating with the boars. <laughs> so weird. Oh right, the boars. Uh, let me just float. <laughs> let's float one more piece of the puzzle and see how this gels with your theory. What if the birds? are trying to regain control so they can be at the top of the food chain like their ancestors the dinosaurs yes they're just yeah that that definitely makes sense the dinosaurs didn't um, die they just changed they changed form. into birds and now the birds it, are trying to become dinosaurs again oh god you guys this <laughs> is crazy they, uh, uh, yeah you know i'm just podcast ever you say that way too well, often I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I'm just having a flashback to being in the car with this undescribed boy that I am seeing, and he literally started serenading me with "Bird is the word." Bird, 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 is the word. Yeah, and dancing while he was doing it, and I'm like, I don't know about you. Do we have one? We have time for just a one quick one. Yes. Yeah. Let's do it. So, remember, this is gonna get you know, playfully political. So, uh, okay. Oh, okay. Remember, okay uh, I'm going to say like a million years ago, uh, there was this orange man who was pretending to be the president and he was talking about how he was going to create, uh, the U S space force, which was a military oh, organization yes, yeah. that was going to mm -hmm. specifically be space Marines. Um, yep. Yeah. So yeah, literal literal space marines. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, if 
if it wasn't for everything else about this particular administration, this would be the best thing this ever. This would be hilarious, yeah. Yeah. So um, the uh, force officially launched by some president uh, yeah, uh, yeah. posted a picture of the uniform to its Twitter account. So the United States Space Force. Um, it uh, The uniform is standard green and brown camo fatigues. Uh, that just say mm. U.S. Space Force on them, uh, to which all of Twitter was responding. How uh, how does that camouflage work in space? Uh, which is no, not well. I mean, out of the places we do go to space, they're fairly white and gray. Yeah. I heard the uh, the theory that they're planning to uh, invade Endor. Oh, would be the see, most they're... rational explanation. Okay, see that makes yeah. sense. I mean, if they told me that they were going to uh, land on the forest moon of Endor to uh, shut down the uh, uh, force field projector so that they, we could destroy the Death Star, sure. But um, presently, you would notice a significant lack of browns and greens in space. Um, so see the, uh, the thing hmm? like they have different colors of camo for different conditions they have like the blue and white for arctic conditions they have the brown and gray for desert conditions and they do in fact have uh like black and gray for rocky places without vegetation so like if they're gonna have soldiers on the moon that would make the most sense. Yeah, uh, I do want to point out right now that uh, June's knowledge of army uh, camo palettes is exclusively from the uh, various Batman figures that uh, she had. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had the uh, Arctic infiltration Batman. Uh, she had the uh, jungle assault Batman. <laughs> and here I thought it was the military <laughs> oh. experience, but I... I... Well, we all know that June was. I going have to be... I have more than zero military experience, but not not much okay. more than zero. Um, um. No, uh, so I thought this would be a fun time. Like everybody was dunking on the Department of Defense, obviously, because uh, people being like, you know, there's a lot of fucking trees in space, so obviously, right? Um, but. Right. Uh, yeah, the uh, new military services overseen by the U.S. Air Force. Uh, obviously, that's not what that the air is not space. Um, I, I I feel pretty confident saying eh. that. Um, but uh, I figured uh, this would be a that general direction good yeah. time for us to uh, pitch a different uh, outfit. You know, uh, just maybe we can come up with a better uh, military. We'll 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 paint a picture with our word brushes. Uh, who who do you who right now has an idea on what uh, what costuming choice we could we could give them instead? Something that maybe suits a, uh, a space marine. Um, well, okay. So hands down, and I mean like. Hands down, unquestionably, the greatest space outfit ever uh, would actually yeah. be like a really good fit because it would honor the um, the United States reverence for like uh, Greco-Roman uh, themes 
and it would have like bold uh, red, gold, and green color palette. And of course, I'm talking about uh, Marvin the Martian's uniform. <laughs> uh, that that would be the ultimate U.S. military uh, space force uniform. I think. I mean, that is a strong contender. Uh, who uh, who wants to try to top that one? Oh. I'm thinking a solid ice capades outfit would be great. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> just sparkly silver. <laughs> yeah, that would work. Yeah. Yeah. How uncomfortable would that make? I don't know. So many people in the U.S. Oh. <laughs> you want to be homophobic, eh? We're gonna double down on this shit. <laughs> There'll be glitter and sparkles and everything magical. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> cool. And, and, and think about how uncomfortable McDonald Trump. Oh. <laughs> uh, Priceless. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it has to go like full on like Elvis Doiko big billowy yes. uh, cuff <laughs> uh, shirt cuffs so that they like trail behind them. Lots of lots the, of The outfit that Elton John wore uh, for the Rocket Men. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's that's good. Uh, Carolyn, do you have one? <laughs> no. You can't think of. I do not. No. Nothing. No. I'm not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, both excellent contenders. I think I have a pretty solid one, too. Um, Let's talk about things that uh, the current administration likes. The military, Mm. being white, having guns, (laughs) obviously stormtroopers. Those are... Ooh, yeah. No, Stormtrooper would be a good look. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Not exactly a good look, just, you know, a fitting one. And also... Well, I mean, (laughs) like, certainly better, although that's a really, really low bar. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Or, you know, just... What was that, um... Ah, frick. Uh, That paint that, like absorbs all the lights so that it's like the darkest oh, yeah. black like the be. the yeah um, like if, if you put it against a pitch black sky you would actually see the silhouette yeah um, event black i don't even know is that ah uh, yeah. yes yeah uh let's just get that let's just put them all in oh that what are those uh that's actually like a legitimately good idea <laughs> so clearly they're not gonna go obviously that. Not. okay maybe not that but uh you know those uh those bodysuit the morph suits? Um, oh yes. Let's yeah. just do that in a, in a black and just put uh, a, let's we'll embroider Marvin the Martian on the back. Yeah. <laughs> and well, okay. Uh, I'm guessing like those oh. bell bottom pants so that we can incorporate all of our ideas. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we Is should uh, we should wrap it up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yes, let's wrap up yeah. here. Uh, so June, uh, anything you want people hmm. to check out this week? I have been playing on my 3DS Shin Megami Tensei Four, and I'm really enjoying it. I didn't realize that was on the DS. 
Yeah, it's, it's a super uh, old game. Yeah, so Shin Megami Tensei. That's just Persona. Uh, at first, that, pardon? That yes, Persona. yeah. Uh, at first glance, you might assume that it is a Pokemon clone. In fact, it is the other way around. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei is the game that inspired games like Pokemon. Um, the series itself began um, as a licensed title from a series of books called Digital Devil Saga. And basically the premise is that a guy created a computer program that could summon literal demons, and of course it went poorly. Um, the game itself was uh, based on an attempt to rescue one of the characters. So basically what happens is the guy uh, summons this demon, it goes all Little Shop of Horrors, he first starts by sacrificing bad people and then neutral people. And then the demon wants this girl that he has the hots for and he refuses. So the demon busts out of the computer, manifests physically and attacks the girl who turns out to be the reincarnation of an ancient goddess um, and the key to ultimately defeating the demons. And so the, the first Shin Megami game uh, was basically an attempt to rescue this goddess so that you could defeat the demons. Um, and you could use this computer program to basically um, form partnerships with various demons, a la Pokemon. You'd go around, you'd get them to agree to join you, and then they would live inside your computer, and then you would fight other demons. And that became the series. Uh, Persona like was Twitter. a spinoff series. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, yeah, so Persona was a spinoff series, basically that premise, but with high school kids. Um, and it, it is it is the most popular of the uh, the Shin Megami Tensei game series, um, which a lot of people call Megaten is kind of like the shorthand for Shin Megami Tensei. So I'm just going to say Megaten. Um, yeah, so there's there's a lot of Megaten spinoffs, um, but the Shin Megami Tensei four is the fourth one in the mainline series. It is very good. It has its quirks. Um, it's one of those games where like the first hour is just like stupid frustrating, but once you get past that, it's, it's really not bad at all. Um, I'm enjoying it. The premise is pretty cool. It's hard to explain without spoiling, so I'm just going to spoil it. <laughs> the series is typically set in a post-apocalyptic version of Tokyo. Uh, but in this one, you start off and it's like this medieval, almost like fantasy setting. It's got like medieval architecture with splashes of Japanese flair, like you've got these two kids from the countryside who are traveling to the big castle city called Mikado, and they want to become samurai. Uh, and so they go to like the testing grounds, and your friend goes first, and they come back all dejected, and then you go in, and they give you this, what they call a gauntlet, and it's basically just like a wrist-mounted smartphone. And you put it on, and it activates, and this computer program is like, I'm your new computer program. And then they, uh, your training involves going in this like um, labyrinth beneath the castle that is home to all of these different demons. And you're like, oh my goodness, there's, there's demons below Mikado Castle. Who would have known? So you make your way deeper into the labyrinth and then demons start showing up outside the castle. And there's this character called the Black Samurai who's distributing these books that are turning people into demons. And so you have to find the black samurai and the black samurai tells you that they uh, live below with the unclean people, which are like this, this, you know, 
humans who have like somehow fallen or been corrupted and, and they live deep underground. And so you make your way down through this labyrinth beneath the Mikado castle and you break through the seal and you get down and you find yourself overlooking the ruins of modern Tokyo. And this ruins actually leads to the top of Tokyo Tower. And so you find yourself in like an underground post-apocalyptic Tokyo city fighting demons uh, wearing like medieval style armor. It is so cool. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, He's been talking about it for like two weeks. So obviously <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Um, so Shin Megami Tensei, the original DS game? Uh, it's yeah. It's, it's Shin Megami Tensei 4. Oh, uh, so it's like the fourth in the mainline series. They've only done four in the mainline, but they've done, like I said, a crap ton of spinoffs, okay. um, and including the Persona series. Of course. Yeah. And I, I adore Persona. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm. All right. Uh, Carolyn, do you have something people should check out this week? Uh, no. Check out Life. Life is good. Okay. <laughs> life. Sorry, I don't have anything interesting to talk about. I don't know. This latest season of Life is kind of getting me down, so I, I think I'll I'll drop out and then I'll yeah, binge there's... it later. <laughs> okay, that uh, works. That sounds too. like a good plan. Can I do sure. that too? Uh, Haley, uh, sure. Do what you must. Haley, what uh, should people check out this week? Oh gosh, um, I'm gonna say. I mean, I I don't know if everyone's watched it, but. The Witcher and um oh <laughs> I'm oh well no I think I already recommended the National Geographic series you did yeah Disney Plus um you know what I recommend getting Disney Plus <laughs> and watching we're all the not old sponsored by movies. Disney yeah. no stop it <laughs> I, I, strongly, I strongly recommend a rego through of Bambi oh. because. It's happy, yeah. sad, and has all of the emotions. Um, I can't think of anything new that I'm watching that I... So The Witcher. Watching and or reading. <laughs> I Oh, I've been playing Ori in the Blind Forest again, but... Oh, that's, that's a good one, not yeah. new. Oh, I love... Mm-hmm. So beautiful. So wonderful. So many good feels. Haley. And mm-hmm. bad feels. Haley. Toss a yeah. coin to your Witcher. Oh, Valley of Plenty. Anybody who's watched... I haven't actually yeah, watched it, but I've heard of it. Anybody that. who's watched it now has that song in their head, so don't worry about it. Um, thanks, thanks, yeah. thanks for that. Yeah, thanks. Send yeah. me off on that. Thank you. A yeah. friend of humanity. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, so if you wanted to check us out on social media, uh, we are all on there to various uh, extents. Uh, Haley uh, can be found on Twitter at Haley M. Garner. She also does our, uh, the official Everything's the Worst uh, account at The Worst 25. Okay. And June uh, can be found on Twitter at Gemini underscore trans. And uh, Carolyn, do you want to share your Instagram now or is it like on private? No. The internet doesn't need to. Know. <laughs> the internet doesn't exist. Sorry, for internet, you're missing okay. out. 
Sorry, Internet. <laughs> it's amazing. She I is extremely it. gifted. Her fo- her photographs will change your life. Oh. And you never get and to see them. And you'll never get I'm to sorry, see them. sorry, podcast people. Yeah. But you don't get to well, see Well, now I've got to go follow her on an Instagram. Even though I literally, I <laughs> yeah, only go on Instagram like once a month. And then it's usually notifications. This person wants to add yeah. you. I'm like, no, that person cannot add me. And then, and so on, and so on. Mm-hmm. You guys have a rough well, life. I well, nobody follows me on me anything. Well, <laughs> I followed you. I followed you. Oh, well, that's sweet. Thank you. I know it is. I'm a sweet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you wanted to follow me on Twitter, I'm at uh, Scud. Uh, so T E H S U D. That is the same as our Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/T-E-H-S-C-U-D. Uh, all of the links for that stuff is on the scudsworth.com website. Uh, if you could do us a favor and rate and review, it does help. We're going to try to get back into the swing. We're going to try to do the uh, episode a week thing, maybe every other week. I'm not sure what lives have in store for us coming up. Um, June's probably going to move again because she does that. You own this new place, right? No, we're not moving. Okay. I've promised that we're not moving. Okay. We're not moving. Not happening. All right. Sorry. <laughs> and Haley, your yeah. house is built, so you're not moving either, right? Uh, no, but I, I, well, I mean, yeah, I might, I might be coming back to Nanaimo, which is strangely really exciting for me. Um, <laughs> you, so I would be very happy to stay in my house all the time and never cohabitate with a spouse ever again. <laughs> So I guess what I'm saying is that uh, we shouldn't have any more moving. So hopefully, hopefully uh, not we'll moving, be able. Little... But I'm still on a I'm still on a weird schedule though. Remember that it's, yeah, it's ever altering, yeah. never the same days off anymore. So hopefully we can uh, get our rhythm back going. But I mean, just keep like keep us in your feed. You know, uh, stay subscribed, and hopefully we'll be a little more consistent. Uh, but thanks for you know hanging out with oh, us, hanging yeah. on because uh, I know. It kind of, it kind of sucks when you're listening to a podcast and then suddenly you get nothing else. So we get it, and we'll try to be a little more consistent. So Hooray. thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm so sorry to both of you. June, you don't have to worry about it. We weren't going to record during Christmas anyway, so don't even. Worry. Yeah, I don't think that was our optimal time. No, we all have lives and families who love us, so we've got things to do. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we will be back hopefully next week. And uh, if you listen, thanks for listening. If you didn't listen, thanks for nothing. Allow us to play you out. I almost forgot the outro. Josh and we want to invite you to listen to our podcast what we're into (laughs) Uh, it's a date night podcast uh, where two 30 year olds uh, talk about things they like because we have like no free time so like we don't really get to talk to each other or anything so uh, we take the time to sit down and 
uh, talk about the fun things that we like to watch and listen to and read. Uh, so you can check out our podcast every Tuesday, and maybe you'll hear us talk about things like Pokemon and Stardew Valley or Star Trek or any other anime or manga series and just a bunch of nerd shit, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so go to scudsworth.com. You can find it there or find us on uh iTunes and other yeah it's not your first day on the internet just go just type in what we're into Scuds, you'll find it I, I believe in you I believe in you too we love you love you bye, bye. <laughs>